Radio. I'm very excited to be hosting on Jackson Share Sports Radio, Michael Amonese uh, from Appalachian State, from the Mountaineers. Michael is six foot, 180 pounds, and he plays guard for the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Uh, Michael also earned most outstanding player honors at the Sun Belt Tournament in 2021. This year, Michael averaged 10.3 points, uh, 3.3 rebounds, 3.1 assists, and shooting 34.9% from the field. Some notable games. I mean, Michael, you played against number two, Duke. The, I mean, you played against some Final Four teams. You played Duke, UNC, some high competition, high level, uh, and you scored 17 points against Duke, 10 of which came on a run that you created yourself, which is unbelievable, yeah. against one of one of the best teams in the country, Paolo Bancaro. How do you get that done? I mean, that's crazy against Paolo Bancaro and Duke's Coach K. Uh, I mean, really just that it was in my night, really. Uh, everything was going in for me at the beginning. Uh, uh, just trying to, you know, stay in the game. You know, it's Duke, so you got to really, you know, get up, effort, get up for that game, especially in Cameron, um, especially as being another North Carolina school. And, you know, it was on ESPN, too. So, I mean, it was a big game oh, yeah. for us. And, uh you know, just trying to, you know, put my team in the best situation for us to win and, you know, excel. And, you know, I had the high end early, uh, but then Duke made some really great adjustments, you know, throughout the whole game. And, you know, that that's a, a credit to Coach K, you know, how great he is. I mean, that's that's exactly why, you know, that's why they're Duke. You know what I mean? They'll, yeah. they'll adjust. They'll adjust. But, I mean, you had an outstanding performance and 10 straight points. My, for sure, man. 10 straight points is unbelievable. Um, and then you guys played the Little Rock Trojans. You had 26 points, four rebounds, and four assists. Tell me a little bit about that performance. What made you click that night? Was that just your night? You just were clicking? Yeah, I think it was just my night. Hand shots early, seeing the ball going early always helps, you know, especially the season. A little struggle uh, shooting the ball this year, uh, just seeing different defenses and stuff like that. But other than that, it was just one of those nights, you know, it was a must win game. You just some momentum. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I was 10 shots very early, probably like four straight threes that game. Um, oh, yeah. I think I had like 21 in the first. So, I mean, it was, it was 20 something, almost 20 in the first. So, first half. So, I mean, it was just one of those games to me. Shooting six of 11 from three. And as I see right here, nine of 17 from field goals. Yeah. Pretty good stats, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was a good game. Especially sure, in, a, was. in a must must win, too. Like, that's that's huge. That's a big win. So, Michael, sure. before, before we get into like the real stuff, you know, what I want to talk to you about, uh, just want to welcome you to the show. Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. I know it's been a while. Um, finally got back to you. Thought it was the right time. You're good, man. Perfect. Uh, so, so Michael, tell me what your story is about getting into basketball. How did you first get into basketball? Uh, I'd say when I was living in Florida for like the one year I lived in Florida, my sister did like cheerleading and I was always playing basketball. Yeah. Just outside, stuff like that for fun. And then when I came back, moved back to New York, that's when I really like locked in. And, um, you know, I, I played in my first in-house league. You know, like a little league in your town. And I yeah. was just playing that for about a year or two, and I really wanted to take it serious. And then I just started taking it serious more and more. And then that's really how I got into it. Was just really just playing. And then I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with B Wade. I started watching the Heat a lot. And then I'm from New York, so I love the Knicks. So I, you know, I was watching the Knicks every night. I just fell in love with the game. And after that, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. So, so D Wade's your guy. You were watching D Wade nonstop when you were a kid. Just that. Yeah, that's early. early Early on, D Wade was my favorite player. I mean, he's still one of my favorite players, but early on, like, I wanted to be D Wade. Like, I was laying the ball up on the floor. She went falling on the floor, even if no one was touching me. I was just, you know, that's what D Wade was doing. So I was just trying to emulate him. And just like the way he played was like, and he was shorter. 
not too short, but he was shorter than everybody else. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I like how he plays. So that's, I mean, that's part of the reason, part of the way you fell in love with the game, correct? D-Wade was, yeah. was that leading factor? 100%. Oh, 100%. definitely, man. I love that. I, I really do because, yeah. you know, looking at D-Wade's style and then, you know, wanting to be exactly like him and show style and play style just exactly like he him. You know what I mean? Just yeah. exactly like that. So I, I love that. Um, so, Michael, tell me what the Appalachian State basketball programs are like. Like, you know, enlighten me about what it's like. What's your daily routine routine, and uh, what's it about? I mean, like during season routine? or like, Yeah, I mean, dur- like during now, season. Like, during season? Yeah, during I mean, season. Uh, this year this year and last year, I mean, I've only been for two years. So last year was very different with COVID. But I say for a year without COVID, um, daily routine of just a regular day, game day day, or rec- every day? So every day. Just an everyday type of everyday thing. Everyday type of thing. Well, for me, I didn't have a lot of classes. So for me, it was just being in the gym uh, when I can. Uh, other than that, getting treatment. Uh, then we had film with a coach, and then you know we would start practice. We had film before practice, then we'll practice. So um, depending on the day, we either lift before practice or after practice. And other than that, you know, just go home or just work out again for real. Just really, just staying in the gym. How many times a day you, know, like you think you're going? Every time uh, during the season, uh, really depends on my schedule. But at least try to get in there every day once. But right now in the off season, two to three times. Just either in the weight room or in, or in the actual gym. But getting shots up every day is definitely important. Are you trying to, you know, are you on like a plan? Are you trying to gain a couple pounds of muscle? Are you trying to? Actually, I'm, I'm trying to um, set up a couple pounds and just focus more on strength. Um, yeah. I'm going to do that when I go home. I have uh, my trainer. Um, he's going to, he has a plan ready for me uh, to really uh, work on my uh, lateral explosiveness and yeah. really just get stronger in my chest areas. So that's what, that's what I'm really looking forward to in the next couple of weeks, uh, two weeks when I get back to New York. Awesome, man. Right now, it's just like a little vacation, you know, after the season. Oh, yeah. Senior year, just really just being in the gym, chewing, but not too much until I get home. I can really lock in, you know, get ready for my professional career. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that later. I definitely want to hear some more stuff about that. I got some questions for that. But moving on this on this topic, what skills, you know, in terms of basketball can you improve on? I know you just talked about, you know, upper strength, upper body strength, and you know, you're going to really lock in when you get home. What are you trying to improve on at this moment? I really all aspects of the game, but uh, especially this year, just uh, consistent with my shooting uh, from all the levels of the floor, from the floater, from the three, just be really, I really want to get up to like a 45% uh, from the field guy, oh, yeah. 38 to 40% from the three-point line next year. So that's really my goals. I'm really trying to focus on this summer. So it's just going to be a lot of reps. A lot of mental things, uh, mental training and stuff like that, just to really lock in. So when I'm in the games, I don't really sway and I'm really focused the whole the whole the whole game. I feel like that's something I need to improve on. Perfect, man. And you're you're just gonna, like you said, lock in, improve. And I mean you're not you're not even far. You know, when you say forty five percent from the field, you're not that far. If you look at the stats, thirty five percent, you're 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 there. You just gotta, I feel like you said, lock in mentally. No distractions and don't sway from time to time. Yeah, and just watch a lot of film. Um, I feel like a lot of shots I could have got later in the shot clock. You know, just just taking on right shot, especially from a point guard position. Yeah. Uh, just just taking on my spots and you know just being aware of that. And I think that that's something I'm really, really, really trying to hard for in this summer. And that's really my main goal. Awesome, man. So what what what's one word that would describe you as a basketball player? Uh, for me, it would be like. Dog, I'm a dog. Like that's it. Every time I step up the court, I'm gonna play hard, uh, regardless if I'm playing good or bad. I feel like 
If I could just bring that that tough energy, that that hard nose, you know, New York guard defensively, offensively, I feel like I could put my team in the best position to win. Oh yeah, man, underdog mentality, New York guard. You know it, man. I'm scared of that, to be honest. Like, if I'm the other team, I'm scared of that mentality, that New York mentality. I mean, I don't know if you watch March Madness, you saw St. Peter's play. I mean, they had that underdog mentality for sure, man. That that was exactly like that. You know what I mean? That's that's the exact type of mentality. Um, so I love that. Um, who was your favorite teammate to be around in your years at Appalachian State? My favorite teammate to be around, like, oh. Like that's easy. Really? This is my day to day. Like my boy RJ, RJ Duhar. That was my that's my guy. Every day, like I live with him now. So I mean, that's the reason why I live with him this year. Is it's like every day, like that's my guy. I can talk to him. He can talk to me. He can go work out. I mean, everybody else. I love everybody, but like that's my my dog for sure. So you're chilling with him all day. What about what what about Justin? Justin Forrest. He was gone, Justin, right? Yeah. Or is, yeah, is he, he gone? He's, he's leaving this year, but he lived in a different apartment. So we was kind of far from each other. That's my dog too. Though. I feel like everybody's my dog, but like every day because we live with each other. Yeah. So I feel like that bond definitely strong. Oh yeah. Definitely stronger. So moving on to your experiences and tournaments and stuff like that, uh, Michael, you had played in the first four tournament in 2021. You know, it was a sad, unfortunate ending, but a well sure. hard fought game. You know what I mean? Like a very yeah. close game. Um, so. Is there anything you learned, you know, from dealing? I know we talked about not swaying mentally. Is there anything you learned from, you know, playing under pressure uh, and understanding what the big moment brings? Uh, for me, I, I feel like when I'm playing, there's no pressure. Yeah. Um, I've been playing this game for forever. I mean, obviously, moments are bigger than others. But when you start thinking about pressure and pressure, I feel like that, that weighs more on your performance. Uh, when you're just going out there having fun and, you know, yeah. the result, obviously you want to win. Like, I'm going out to win. That's all I wanted to do. Definitely. But you can't, you can't focus on, you know, messing up. Because if you focus on messing up, that's going to affect your chances of winning. You just got to play, know how you play, uh, be confident. That's the main thing, just being confident. And I think that if you're being confident and, you know, you put the work in and you understand all the work that you put in, I feel like that shouldn't matter. That's why I don't believe in pressure. Because if you put in that work, you know, at the end of the day, if you felt prepared and you failed, it's okay to fail. That means you got to put in more work. You know what I'm saying? So, I love that. Dude, I actually can relate to that. You know, I play lacrosse. I I got to just get more confident. You know what I mean? And exactly. That, that's what it is, you know? Being more confident, trusting yourself. And, I mean, I know I can obviously see you trust yourself, man. You're not phased by pressure. Yeah, man. For I mean, sure. Everybody's going to be up and down, you know. Uh, if you just keep trusting your work at the end of the day, it's going to be more good than bad. So, I mean, just keep trusting in yourself, being confident. You know, you're going to have stretches where it's bad, you know, months where it's bad. But if you keep putting that work, it's going to be more good than bad. So I feel like that that's, that's just all it is. Definitely, man. So, I mean, that's some solid advice to people at home, you know, just out there listening. If you're, you, if you don't want to be phased by pressure, you know, you don't, you don't want to be under pressure and you don't want to mess up, you know, it's that next, next play mentality. You know what I mean? You screw up. Mm -hmm. It's the next play. You know, you don't, you don't have to focus on it. Cause I feel like people get really tripped up on that play. Like, Oh my God, shit. I really screwed up. Like that's terrible. And, I do, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody, I do it sometimes, but at the end of the day, you gotta, you know, all right, it's okay. It's over. Let's go. Let's yeah, on. exactly. Next play mentality. I love it, man. So, uh, if you were in this moment again, you know, you had three, three and a half seconds left to send your team to March Madness, 
what move are you trying to make to get to the cup? Are you trying to take a jump shot? Are you trying to move to the cup, take a dunk? Uh, You're spin talking move? about in what, Norfolk game? Yeah, in the Norfolk game, yeah. We watched, definitely, I mean, it was a boss play. Um, we didn't really get what we wanted. Right. One, I probably would have called another timeout, but I mean, we weren't thinking that. I mean, for me, I probably would have pumped faith and, you know, got closer to the basket to shooting the three. You know, but the play wasn't really designed for me. So, I mean, it, it was no. Right. I got it. You know, I just shot it. I mean, this, we still got out there. We still got two more chances. I mean, but for me, it probably just taking it back to the room. But I felt like I learned a lot from that situation. So, I mean, it is what it is. Love it. Uh, so what what music do you listen to to get hype before games? This one's a pretty fun question. You know, what's your playlist? What does it consist of? Who's your favorite artist, man? Right now, favorite artist Lil Uzi for sure. Yes, sir. I love it. What's your favorite song? Oh my god, oh, favorite song. That's a lot, bro. That's a, that's a, that's a tough top. That's a tough one because it depends on the mood. Uh, before a game though, every every time before a game, right before I go out, gotta play Money Mitch though. That's my that's my song, Money Mitch. All right, because I gotta get that money. That's like that's a, that's my mom before every game. Uh, you gotta go out and get that money. So Money Mitch definitely is the last song I listen to every time before I play a game. It, the last two years, it's the last song I listen to. That's before your hype song. That's your hype song. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what I'm listening to, I gotta listen to that before I leave. How about like working out? Will you listen to Uzi when you're working out and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah I listen to Uzi right now. Uh, right now, my rotation is Future, the new Future that I just dropped. Uh, Yeet. Uzi, um, and that's about it right now. My rotation for my workouts, M three, I'm on shuffle. Love it, man. You got you got to share some of that with me, dude. I like that. That's sure. sick. Sure. Definitely, man. Uh, so last couple questions here. Um, so what what is your message to little kids out there? You know that are looking to be in the same spot that you're in. You know, going to the pros, we're going to get to that in a second. I definitely want to talk about that, but what's your message to kids that want to get to your spot playing D1 basketball? Sacrificing a lot of work. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work put into this, especially people like my height. Short. It's short. Not as athletic as the next guy. A lot of work, a lot of time in the gym, um, a lot of sacrifices. You're not partying with friends. You're not going out with friends sometimes. You got to get your work in. I feel like just Staying in the gym, being a student of the game, like that's that's really what it is. If everyone sees it, if you stay in the gym and you get better, I mean, everyone has their ceiling. But if you do your your best every day by staying in the gym, I feel like you get to to wherever you want. You can do whatever you want in basketball. Right. I mean, there's no. I mean, in yeah, terms yeah. of like mental cap too, like you know, people trash talking and stuff like that. How do you stay, you know, focused? You know what I mean? How do you stay focused with all the noise outside and people, you know, oh, hey, let's go to a party, you know? Okay. I mean, nobody's me, right? Like, nobody's you. Um, right. This is something that you really want to do and you got to, you know, sacrifice. I mean, it's, it's okay to, you know, go have fun and stuff, but make sure you get your priorities. Did I get in the gym today? Did I do this? Did I do that? Did I do that? If I didn't do it, then I can't enjoy other things. If this is what you really want to do, because at the end of the day, a Division One athlete is a job. Um, I mean, any college athlete, it's a job. I played Division Two for a year. It's a job. Um, you got to treat it like a job. Like, at the end of the day, like, when you get to this level, that's what it is. You know, it's a job. So if you, if you really want to do this, you really got to be 100% in, or you're not going to be able to succeed as much as you want to, I feel like. And you hold yourself – you even hold yourself accountable, right? Like, you'll hold yourself in sometimes, you know, at night instead of, like, going out with friends and stuff like that. You'll go to the gym and stay in the gym and get shots up. 
you will get rest, make sure you're in bed, stretch. Sometimes, you know, getting in the gym all day, sometimes that's not good for you. Yeah. Not good for your body. So sometimes you got to, you know, take the appropriate rest days. You just got to know what's important. You know, what's your priorities? And, that, and then when you have your priorities and shit, then your mental should be good. Definitely. So now we move on to the big question. What are some next steps, you know, in terms of your career? Are you going to try? Do you have eligibility for next year? Are you going to stay or are you going to go? Uh, overseas, NBA. What are you thinking? Uh, I have no eligibility left. Um, I recently just signed with an agent at a Czech Republic okay. HP agency. I saw that. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good uh, yes, European sir. agent. Uh, my goal for real is, you know, to establish myself in Europe. Uh, have a good resume and then eventually come back and you know come back to the NBA. Like that's my goal. Uh, come back and be an NBA point guard, backup, whatever. Like at the end of the day, I got to touch the NBA one day. So like. If I gotta go overseas first, I gotta go overseas first, and I'm fine with that. You know, it's all a process. Everyone has their own race, so I'm just gonna run mine, and you know, hopefully, my work and, and and everything gets me to my ultimate goal, which is the lead. You know, you gotta get there. However, you gotta get there, man. You gotta yeah. you gotta do what you gotta you know, do. Guys, guys get drafted, and you never hear them again. Guys go overseas, and they come back and have successful careers. You know, Patrick Beverly, PJ Tucker, um. Know a lot of guards, you know, gotta go overseas, you know, and you'll get you gotta get better. Sometimes you gotta get better. So I feel like, you know, that's my step and you know, I'm embracing it. I'm happy about it, I'm happy about the journey. So it should be fun and exciting. That's that's great, man. I I mean how how old are you? This is uh, like twenty four. So oh, pretty old. I mean that's fine though, dude. Like you got some time, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. come back, you'll Let's get drafted. Definitely, dude. I love that, bro. Yes. Thank well, Michael. I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show, man. This has been great. Learned some great things actually for myself too. And I'm sure people at home, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know that I was going to learn stuff about, uh, you know, in terms of mental, mental capacity and not blocking out the noise. Uh, so people at home, hope you were entertained, entertained. This was a great interview. Uh, Michael, you're the man, bro. I, keep in touch for sure. I will uh, definitely keep in touch, bro. All right, bro. We'll run it back soon. Peace, man. All right. Peace. See you later. Thank you.